Hi, hello, how are you? Thanks for stopping by. Today we're going to talk to some real people about some real things, living real lives, doing real stuff. This is the Working Perspectives Podcast Weekend Poppin'. I'm Matt Lavelle, accompanied by the Prince of Party, Party Boy Pete McCormick, the Dangerous One, Dangerous Diana Spencer, and Strong Stem himself, N-Dub's favorite son, Steve Cabot. Party Boy Pete, how are we feeling, my man? After this week's episode, Matt, I'm ready to run through a brick wall again. How about it, pal? How freaking about it? Strong Sam, how are you doing? Good girl, good guy? It was doing fantastic. The episode was amazing. I'm like, really? Pete, I'm fucking ready to sign up for the military right now. And you know what? Then I happened to just stumble upon some fucking clip of you and your goddamn brother freaking out like fanboys over some nonsense wrestling. And I almost fucking killed myself. All right. What are, what the fuck was that? Uh, I've can, never we, seen you two so excited. Well, we'll get more into it later. Uh, Diana, how are Please you don't. doing? I'm good. Happy to be here. Good. Glad to hear. Glad to hear. All right. Well, this is the Working Perspectives Podcast Weekend Poppin'. You can find all our content and all our stuff on all podcast platforms and YouTube at Working Perspectives Podcast. You can have us on Instagram at Working Perspectives Podcast and join us on the Twitter and the Tiki Tuck at Working P Pod. If you'd like to be a guest on the show, then please email us at workperspectives at gmail.com. All right. Let's get this thing started. Let's go. It's our objective to be effective. Five voice in societies Working perspective Exploring your day And how you get paid Launching a new episode Every Tuesday Your day can transform While we inform With new episodes available On every platform So check out our vibe And how we get live Okay, so uh, barring any more discussion discussions about the best wrestling pay-per-view ever, uh, well, not ever, <laughs> but it's the best ending to a wrestling pay-per-view. But either way. Um, Why, did someone die? You know what? That has happened. I mean, RIP I know, Owen sadly. Hart. Sa- RIP I know, sadly Owen it has. Hart. Yeah, you're right. Yeah. Now, not in the ring. That wasn't in the ring, so. It was well, in the ring. It was in the no, ring. It was, no, no, it was off the ring. That it was happened. Ring. I mean, he I he landed, it, that, he landed in the ring. But what I'm saying was it wasn't during, like, he wasn't physically competing. He was on yeah. his way in to compete. True. And then <laughs> it wasn't a competition death. Yeah. I want fucking yeah. gladiators, cuz. Yeah. Dude, yeah. there's some horror so, stories from wrestling. Uh, Isn't oh, there get, a guy that, so like, shit up. himself on camera? And no. There's no, all there's, sorts yeah. of shit they go well, that, that happened yeah. in MMA, too. Tim Sylvia shit himself in a fight. Who's, <laughs> the, guy, who's the guy who runs wrestling? What's his name? Triple H. McMahon. Oh, well, McMahon, Vince that's McMahon. it. Yeah, well, I remember tri- I watched yeah. a documentary or something where it was talking about, you know, they were they're like their health insurance is shit and yeah. like they had to fight for health insurance, I think, at one point. Well, they didn't they're so they're independent, they were they're billed as independent contractors. Yeah, that's so because so they didn't independent have to give them insurance. Exactly. Steady. And they tried to they tried uh Jesse Jesse the Body Ventura famously tried to unionize the wrestlers so they could get yep. insurance and stuff like that. And he was like blacklisted. But go ahead, Pete. What were you going to say? Steve, do you remember when that kid shit himself at Disney Duels, the heavyweight for the Mawa team? He was like number two in the country. Sadly, I did forget that until you just brought it back up. <laughs> and yes, I fucking remember that was disgusting. The fuck? How did you remember that? Yeah, I don't know. Funny. I just like there's only that's like funny. three times I ever remember somebody shitting themselves in competition. Now and that's like one of the three. Like I said, one time at a CB West match, did I eat a bunch of Chinese food with Brandon Hill because I thought maybe I could be like Brandon? <laughs> and it did, nothing affects that kid. He's like a goddamn tank. Uh, I had to sprint off the mat to the bathroom before I shit all over myself in front of everybody. Yikes. The closest I had that was one, one time I had to shit and this guy kept shooting on me. And every time I sprawled, I farted. <laughs> And it was like 
six tough shots in a row, and then oh. the ref started laughing. The ref starts laughing, <laughs> and the coach is like, "What are you laughing?" <laughs> and for and for people to understand, you gotta understand that, like especially wrestlers, usually you you just sucked weight. You just suck weight, so your stomach's real small. All the food you eat, your stomach's a fucking mess. And then in an hour, yeah. you got to, you know, wrestle. Yeah. So your stomach's a mess while you're wrestling. Yeah. It's brutal. Brutal. Especially too, back, back then, the nutrition was out the window. Like, <laughs> I remember we had a kid on the team that ate, he would eat an entire container, like the big drum container of cheese balls, right? Well, Matt, nutrition may have not been what it is today, but I think they knew better than eat the giant container of cheese balls. I mean, they might have known better, but they still ate the giant <laughs> container. And like, sure did. Steve, you were famous. You were famous for the hoagie. That was your gimmick. You would eat the Italian uh, for a little bit. Yeah, for a little. Yeah, yeah. Usually <laughs> it depends how big the match was. But yeah, that yeah. was usually my go to. Yeah. Yeah. Which may- always made me feel like complete shit. Processed <laughs> meat and shit. What are you kidding <laughs> yeah. me? Oh, my God. Yeah. I felt like yeah. complete shit on the mat. Mayo yeah. and oil. <laughs> Get that yeah. fucking mayo off my sandwich. What are we talking about here? Wow. How dare you guys? Right. How dare you guys? Yeah. So, how dare you uh, beat? So that's why you're uh, real. Back to wrestling, real quick. Yeah. Triple H Uh-oh. is Triple H is uh, in the hospital. He had a heart attack. FYI, today. no way. Yeah, today. He married Vince McMahon's daughter, though, right? In real yeah. life, is that, that actually? Yeah, that yeah. Happened, right. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. So, Diana, go ahead. What were you gonna say? That was kind of, like I, I never. So, like when I worked at Grams, you guys would go to the Royal Rumbles. So they would come to so Grams much first, <laughs> get drunk, <laughs> and then hop on a bus, Dude, and then go to the Royal Rumble and come back. Blast. And I was always like. I can't, I can't believe nope. you guys in your 30s doing this shit. You yeah, know dude. what I mean? But You're then, right, like, Diana. You're fucking one, right, no, Diana. No, I was dude. wrong, Steve. Because one night we had a Royal Rumble at the bar. We had it on at the bar. And I was working. And that was the best fucking shift of my life. I, I was immediately a wrestling fan. It I was, was walking so... around like, you know, the ice, the big ice containers we filled yeah. with ice. Yeah. I'm like chucking them at people and shit. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah. You're like, steel chair. Bam. Yeah, yeah, we yeah. were dying laughing. It was, dying dude, laughing. I, it was I so much. Kicking, out of the, kicking out the doors from the kitchen with the ice yeah. bucket above my head, just yeah. throwing it at people. Yeah. Oh, my God. Yeah, I, I, I so worked a few events that I had pro wrestling. So when I was bouncing yeah. down like Fadden's, they would have the shows down at, you know, the Wachovia or whatever it was at the time. Yeah. But uh, I remember that clientele being very reminiscent of the water boy, the Bobby Boucher. Uh, oh, Captain Inzano? Oh. Uh, you do. So, well, here's, here's, here's a funny story. So we're at the Royal Rumble that Diane is talking about. And it was, it was, it's funny because that's when Ronda Rousey debuted in the WWE. Yeah. There yes. That night. But, um, so we're there and there's this guy, he's like, he was an announcer at the time for WWE and Tom had gotten seats. We were like really close. Like we were down like lower You level. were on TV, right? Yeah, we were. And oh, it was shit. like, like at one point, this sounds, this sounds we, gayer and gayer, but keep but going. There was a, there's a, a, a former, I, I think he wrestled in college. A lot of these guys like are former like NCAA qualifiers and Olympians and stuff like that. And one easy, of, on, easy, on, easy on the Olympian thing. Keep going. Chad Gable, Kurt Angle, Odin. Uh, Gable know, o- just just signed, and Angle's no, no, the no. only one. Ch- you're talking about Gable Stevenson. There's a wrestler named Chad Gable, right? Who was an Olympian. He's actually he he was a real yeah he was a real wrestler. Yeah, and so was this other guy named Otis. He was in Gre- in the Olympics for Greco as well. So Doesn't you count. know. Yeah, and I mean, let, we'll get on to that another time. But either way, <laughs> either way. So well, there's you know, this announcer I, I do- there. Go, go ahead, Pete. No, I'm pulling up because Shawn Michaels does have the greatest gift in like the history of uh of anything. Yeah. So let me All cue right. that up. Yeah. Okay. And so either way, so we're at the show and there's this announcer there, right? And he's kind of like a noodle. So ever, I'm like yelling stuff at him, making fun of him. And his name, I think his name is Byron Saxon. And I was like, Hey, Byron, how about you go back to your mom's basement, you pussy? Or I said something like, You still live in your mom's basement. Right, and then two, two of the oh my god, Pete! <laughs> I know it Jesus is. It's Christ. great. It's great. That is the greatest thing. What <laughs> the fuck is he doing in that? What Dude, the was, fuck he, is he, he doing? DX two guys, two audience, yeah, two two audience members started harassing him, so he just pointed at them and started doing that whole long thing. It just like kills me. Please well, send that to the group chat. Clearly, he's weird. Please send that to the group but, chat. Uh, so but either way, it. after after I yelled at this guy, like, you know, you live in your mom's basement, there was, like, four guys behind me. They're like, yeah, so do we. And we are like, I was sure like, do. Oh, yeah. I was like, this crowd. 
but dude uh, it is dude it is a fucking they are i want to go they're so much I fun go to the next one dude it especially looks like so much I'm, like fun. that's wwe which is like you know not as great the new company AEW, which is run by cody rhodes who is a former georgia two-time georgia state champion and was recruited by penn state no big deal right oh we all uh, know how good georgia is at wrestling yeah, I was going to say, he sounds I mean, good like enough, he's a district, good, he's a good, district finalist. Good enough to get recruited at Penn State. But Wait, what's recruited? What's that mean, right? I mean, he, he didn't go. He didn't, he, didn't, he didn't go because he uh, he went in the WWE right after high school. But That's uh, the same excuse I use. I'm like, look, I went directly in the mechanics. Penn State wanted me. But I was like, you know what? I got to fix your fucking car yeah. today. Yeah, I Penn, have a calling. Penn State Abington really wanted you. <laughs> chill, I'd have, chill i'd have been a star on that shitty ass team go ahead stay world campus but uh no but <laughs> AEW is is uh, speaking so speaking of AEW, actually spoke to a uh, listener of the show friend of the show and watcher of the show uh sarah mccormick who is oh, a big fan no. of AEW. so yeah oh yeah she is yeah yeah just goes to show you class people watching AEW, <laughs> but no, it, dude, it's pretty, I mean, it's, it's just exciting, right? Like, I, dude, when we were kids, right? Stone Cold is the fucking man, right? Undertaker is the man, the rocks, the man DX was the, fu- like, how many times have you told someone to suck it? Right? Like, dude. I don't know, Matt, tell me how many times you've told someone <laughs> to say that. Hey, look, I got two words for you right fucking now. Okay, pal. And it's suck it. All right. And two, yeah, exactly, exactly. I didn't, you know, exactly what it is. I was more to the hand gesture, but listen, I was, I was so into it when it was Ultimate Warrior and Hulk Hogan and all those guys, and I was fucking ten. Then once I realized I wanted pussy in my life, the second chicks came into my life, the WWF went out of my life immediately. I remember I realized that you get no chicks with it. Given the people's that we were the people's eyebrow, just constantly walking around doing that. <laughs> and Hulk Hogan has the best gifts. If you ever just type Hulk oh, yeah. Hogan gift yeah. in Google and go yeah. under images, the best one. There's one for yeah. every occasion. Yeah. There's uh I was watching this thing the other day. So, like you were saying, Triple H is married to uh Stephanie McMahon. And she's they, uh, talented north of the border, Matt. Very, very talented north of the border. And uh, so, but bring they, her up, Pete. Bring that they, up, Pete. They used to be like <laughs> rivals in the. Uh, Let me take a gander. In the, they used to be rivals, right? So yep. he, she, they were in the ring one night, and Stephanie McMahon's like making fun of Hunter, be like, "Hey, Hunter, I heard you're a minute man, and you're really, really small." And his response was the best thing ever. He said, "He's like." Well, Stephanie, you know, even a 747 looks pretty small when it's flying through the Grand Canyon. Oh, <laughs> oh yeah. Stephanie. Oh, fan- fantastic. Stephanie Hamickman. Yeah. Listen, big, I don't want to sound weird, but I'm a fucking fan. fan. I'll watch the WWF if she's on. Big I'm fan. a fucking fan. I'm a fan again. Pete just big, brought me back. I was out. Fan. Now I'm back in. Big fan. That's so much fun. In. That yeah. was so I'm much fun. In. You're yeah. immediately rowdy. Watching <laughs> yeah. it. I, Dude, like, it, it, you get so fucking rowdy. It's yeah. so much fun. I think fun. I like. I was tackling Chrissy's husband, Brian. Yeah. So he's, <laughs> he's tackling him. Like I just, it, I yeah. was immediately into it with he's a full a fucking fan. bar. I'm running yeah. around wrestling people. Dude, right, I'm gonna watch. When, gonna... When's this thing on? What days is it on? It's on yeah, we Wednesday. Find... Pete, don't do this. Pete, Wednesday, don't do this. Wednesday nights <laughs> and Friday nights on TNT, and then they have pay per views. But we did so. I need to be armed still, with information. The video pay-per-views people pay like $50 for an event. Dude, dude, like millions of people did this weekend. Millions. Oh, I hate America. What the fuck? There's is a wrong reason why round the rounds are pro wrestling. The same reason Brock, Brock Lesnar did. Yeah. Dude, Brock Lesnar, you should see some videos of Brock Lesnar. So they call it shooting when you like do in, in wrestling speak, it's called shoot. Like if you shoot on yeah. someone. That means that you're really fighting him. So there'll be times Brock Lesnar's in the ring, right? And say, like, this happened one time where the guy was supposed to, like, the match was supposed to end, and he was supposed to stay down for the three count, and he didn't. And you see Brock Lesnar just go, motherfucker, right? Like, you see, like, you can read his lips. He rips his gloves off, gets on top of the guy, grabs him by the back of the head, and just starts raining elbows down until the guy was like okay match is over <laughs> was I mean, like, there was somebody there was somebody else that tried to fuck up a power bomb with brock so brock just like dropped them right on his head yeah 
dude, there's, I mean, the, the injuries are fucking real that they oh, go yeah. through. Oh my dude. You ever see the stone cold injury? I still think I'm a big fan of thinking that's a conspiracy. That's why I think Owen Hart was murdered and that he, he was murdered because he tried to paralyze or end stone cold's career so that his brother would still be the star. No. Can someone pull that up? I want to see that. What him fall to his death? Can we screen no. screenshot you, it? You no, won't find you won't whole- find that. Yeah. Uh, Stone Cold, uh, Owen Hart, Stone Cold. But uh, either way, while Pete's looking that up, uh, this week oh, I am looking all, something up. All right. On all, yeah, if you could Amy? look up uh, Owen Hart, Paul uh, Drive, Stone Cold, Steve Austin. But either way, on all podcast <laughs> platforms and YouTube this week, uh, we aired the Sean Day Part One episode. And let me freaking tell you, we got rave reviews, big, 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 big week of like r- really, really people love this episode. They loved, they loved hearing Sean's stories. They loved hearing about Mike and like a lot of people, I'll tell you what, Steve, a lot of people reached out to me. They loved hearing about you and him growing up, you know, and like all that stuff, like just his, but a lot of people said had what we had said before, where it's, it's incredible to see someone who had a lifelong dream. And he stick was like, that is something. And I said it on last week's show. I'm so envious that he knew exactly what he wanted to be when he was like seven years old. Right. I would, I mean, that to me, that would be the best thing ever. I don't know what you, I know we recorded together, Steve, but what did you think of the show? I mean, I, like I said to you today, cause I saw you today, yeah. you know, hearing it again, obviously real close with the kid grew up together. So I've seen everything, but I forget a lot of shit. Cause I didn't, I don't know. I got fucking CT. I don't fucking know, but sure. I forget shit. Yeah. So when I rehear some of the stuff like him doing those ordnance swims off the shore and they have to throw fucking ards, which he doesn't yeah. even know what the fuck it stands for. <laughs> yeah. So if the sharks don't eat them yeah. for a swim, yeah. I was like, you, if, if, you know, again, I, you just knew who he was growing up his whole life. He was, that's all he wanted. There was that yeah. or nothing. That's it. That's it. Talk about like, the if he didn't, if you, if you would have like failed out, forget about it. He would have, you know, he, would, he, would have. Nothing. he said, he yeah. said, he said that he wouldn't have failed. He would have died. He would have rather. Yeah, died. No way. Oh yeah. That's unreal. The mental fortitude to have that, to know like, Hey, either I die or it doesn't happen. That's some real fucking shit. And again, you hear him talking about at high school age, like at a 15 year old kid where all he wants to do is make sure whatever he's doing, whether it's wrestling, football, and he was good at all sports, but all of it had a gear to make him more uh, prepared to go do what he wanted to do. Where at 15, I was trying not to fuck everything I saw because I'm a 15 year old boy. (laughs) Trying and failing. I am focused in on what I need to do. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, uh, Steve, maybe it's not everything you see now, but still, it's a lot of trying to fuck. Yeah, yeah, it's a lot of succeeding. It's a lot of what? Succeeding. <laughs> yeah, you tell. I mean, you got a great resume. Me. We'll fucking say. I'll I'll be the first one to say you got a great resume, Steve. Real proud of you, pal. Listen, don't don't put that smut on my name. Don't put oh. that fucking smut on my name. Okay, I'm a virgin for Christ's sake, all right? Oh, and I followed okay. the fucking Lord Jesus Christ. Yeah. Yeah. But uh D, did you have uh what did you think of this week's episode? Uh I thought it was great. It was yeah. so good. Yeah. 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 I'm excited for part two. Part two is gonna be good. <laughs> I think part I mean it seems part like two's a lot better. Yeah, because same thing. Same thing, I think, with, like, Nick, when you guys did it. It's, like, the yeah. first – it's cool to hear the buildup, but then to hear what they – all the training and everything that happened and then what they went and did with that training, Good. that's the oh, fucking yeah. sick part but, yeah, like, for yeah. me. Also, he really gets in-depth about the the nonprofit, the – Yeah, yeah, which is dope. Farms. Yeah. Uh-huh. fantastic. Yeah, yeah. Really good yep. stuff. So, awesome. Hey, Pete, did you find that video? I think I did. Let me uh, – tell me if, this, if I got it right. <laughs> yep and oh dude look Wait, at can like, you do it again so he turns and double double reverse got him on oh. the top of the head you see there's a slow-mo version where it's you see like his head sticking out from like like five inches out from between his legs and like where it's supposed to be Oof yeesh man yeesh 
It's like, dude, he and also imagine this. He was almost legit paralyzed right there. And he was able to finish the match and win. <laughs> he wins that match after that because he just he grabs him. And he's like, dude, just fall on your back. I'm laying on you. And like that was it. And he had to be like carried out. Apparently, like uh, Kurt Angle has famously broken his neck like three or four times, and yeah, they go so fucked up. And they go to the same neck doctor guy. I don't know what they're called, but they go to the same neckologist. Neckologist. Okay, the neckologist. <laughs> yeah, hell yeah. So they go to the same neck doctor, and uh, the the neck doctor has said he's like he's seen thousands and thousands of necks, and Steve Austin's is the worst he'll ever he's ever seen. He said it was Ooh. unreal. Oh. Yeah. And that so. was a theory that that was on purpose. So is that what you were saying earlier? If you want to get into it, um, there's a there's a famous moment in wrestling. It's called the Montreal Screwjob. Right. And what it is, is Bret Hart was the reigning champion at the time. He had he had signed to go to a rival Brett promotion. The fucking Hitman Hart. Bret the Hitman Hart. <laughs> Dude, I'll tell you that he's a real he could really wrestle. That guy was I moms mean, loved him and shit. Kids loved him. Moms he, wanted to bang him. That dude, dude was living life. But he was also he was a legit badass. Like so his yeah, dad, yeah. his dad was like a catch as catch can guy who knew yep. like, uh, true, like submission Frank guy. Yeah. Yep. Oh, dude, totally. So either way, uh, Brett. So the Montreal Screwjob happens. Um, Brett is. So what happens is Brett is the champion at the time of WWF. He is signed to go to the rival company WCW, right? And Vince was scared that Brett was going to leave, and he was going to show up with the the like with the WWF title on the competitors' television. Right. Ah. So they were at a pay-per-view. It was Survivor Series. And Brett was and it was Brett was told that he was supposed to win the survive, like he was gonna win. Right. And uh when they got there, they they said somebody it up. didn't play right. Well, they set it up where Shawn Michaels was gonna put him in a sharpshooter, but it, it, Brett was supposed to get out of it and just continue the match and eventually win. But Vince McMahon stood there and said you're you're like he's like bring the bell like let's make like he lost and it was in calgary which is bret hart's hometown so the crowd goes nuts bret hart spits in mcmahon's face on live television and he's like yeah. fuck you he then goes around the ring he breaks every piece of equipment he rips the ring to shreds he stands in the middle of the ring and the the rival promotion was called wcw so he's standing in the middle of the ring like doing wcw with his fingers and like just like he it's like a really big moment that changed wrestling forever so either way so he gets screwed it's called the montreal screw job prior to that uh, he was brett was trying to he was trying to like get more money right and everyone knew stone cold was on on the up you know what he I'm was saying? the guy he was, he was stone, the new man stone cold was going to be stone cold would end up being the biggest star in the history of wrestling yeah, at Ever. one point it was like like Shamrock, The Rock, Shamrock and Stone Cold were all coming up at the same time, right? Like, like yeah. yeah, you're you're 100 right. As Stone Cold started to rise, The Rock was starting to heat up as well. Mick Foley yeah. was there. Then you also had Degeneration X, which was huge. So you had all these like massive, massive stars, dude. This is how this is how popular wrestling was at the time. Dennis Rodman, right, was playing for the Bulls. They were playing for Michael Jordan's sixth championship. They're in the NBA finals against the Utah Jazz, right? And they're in between games, right? Wrestling is so big that Dennis Rodman left the NBA finals to go to shoot Monday Night Nitro with WCW, which wasn't even like the biggest. Not well, a testament. That's not a testament to how big wrestling is. That's a testament to how fucking crazy Rodman is. Because nobody <laughs> in wrestling makes NBA money. Nobody. Carl Malone, dude, are you kidding me? They yeah, probably, yeah, they probably make NBA more. money? Yeah, no, okay, I'm with there's Lebron, no way. Suck the fuck out of here. And this you whole this whole screw job. You don't think you, you don't you think, think Hulk Hogan's made more money? Then Dennis Hulk Hogan, Rodman. Hulk Hogan, the guy, the Hulk, guy you're asking. Hulk Hogan, Scott Hall, Kevin Nash, like they were all. How much you want to bet? I will bet Stone you any amount of money. The reason, so the reason, the reason, the reason, The Rock and Steve Austin and those became wrestlers. Why? Because they were injured football stars. They would have played football. <laughs> they didn't fucking want to wrestle, but they couldn't do that anymore. 
So they went to fake wrestling. Regardless, that doesn't, story. that doesn't Who's mean fuck? that they can't make more money than an NBA yeah, player. Matt, no, no, Hulk as, a salary, 20, Matt, as a salary, Matt, as a salary. Not Hulk like Hogan. your fucking bullshit line of underwears and pipe just paid for by that company. You're making okay, I, way more. And the average salary of an NBA player versus the average salary of a pro wrestler, not the top of the top, the average. It's so different. It couldn't be more different. And we both, you know this, right? I'm saying that's that's right, right? You're, you're, saying, you're also giving Vince McMahon too much credit. He doesn't pay the guys well. There's yeah, a reason why, like, they were say, all like dying, like, like there's not those, a, behind the the they, you know behind they, the ring all those series. That was only Robin's crazy. Had zero, they, no pro athletes are wrestling. They, dude, yes, they in their were. prime, in their prime. No, no, they, I mean in their prime superstars. Only psychos like Robin wanted to do it. And here, Carl Malone did it stick. too. After like all his shit, he was an old no, man. No, he, he did it later stick. that he did it later that year. What do you mean later? What year? Later oh, you mean when he was same, still this, two years the, left. The same year. Two, that two guys, Matt. Two Carl guys. Malone did it. I'm just saying. <laughs> I'm just saying there wasn't a crossover the other way. Wrestling was so popular at the time that you had guys leaving the NBA finals. It's not true. Yes, it You're is. Dennis true. Rodman. You're Dennis Rodman, the craziest NBA player that ever existed, leaving the NBA finals. That's okay. a testament how much, to his so, psychoness. How much does that happen, though? Right? Does that never happen? in any sport ever, unless oh, it's Dennis Rodman. Oh wow! So it must have been unless that wrestling was really fucking popular at the time <laughs> that he wanted to get some publicity and go over there during the NBA. The NBA Finals wasn't enough. Wasn't enough attention you believe this for shit Dennis too Rodman. Much. You believe this too much. I, Dennis I mean, Rodman was the craziest happen. human that ever lived. Look, he was I mean, the craziest. I know it happened. Uh, I'm just Steve, saying. I think you're, the I think craziest. No, no, no. First off, you don't, you don't know who Dennis Rodman in like the sports scene at that time. Like, there's no way. Oh no. What do you mean? There's no way. I don't know who they are. Dude, too young. When when this was happening. I'm not that much younger. Well, I'm younger than you. I'm not much younger than that. Damn right. Mary and Carmen Electra wasn't enough for for Rodman. He had to wear a dress to it. He always has to throw. uh, The guy's chilling with Korean fucking leaders and shit. He's a fucking nut. Years later, I know. Mary and Carmen Electra. That he married Carmen Electra like a year after he went to the when he was in L.A. Not NBA right. final style though. The, the only reason a guy did that, the guy that made that big splash, is like again, I'm not arguing people doing the crossover. I'm arguing why it happened. It wasn't a testament to how big wrestling is towards other sports. It was a testament to how crazy Dennis fucking Robin. That wasn't neat. I think you're looking at it. No, I think you're looking at it the wrong it, way because you got to think it might. All right, like we're discussing this as adults right now, but we weren't adults when this was hella fucking popular. Just because it was popular to a different demographic doesn't mean that it wasn't fucking a big deal it was, it was oh, a big oh, deal oh, i i oh, bet I'm, I, I'm, I'm just sure. saying see I'm, just, I'm dead ass serious I, I just so the i'm pretty sure that dennis rodman if we're saying this guy wants attention right oh he so loved attention where loved it. Go, so why would he leave the nba finals which is all eyes on the nba finals to go do a wrestling show is it because that ready, for this? So ready for this? I hear you. Or, or was it because, which he's already came out and said, was it because he was snorting huge lines of coke off strippers' assholes okay. while he's in between these things? So was, maybe so that was into if it. He's, if he's looking for attention, there's other places he could have gone. Wait. What do you mean now, a word from our sponsor? Are you someone who struggles picking a podcast to listen to because your time is extremely valuable? Yeah, how'd you know? Are you someone who says, damn, there's not enough hours in the day to pick just one? Mm-hmm. Wait, what the fuck? Or are you someone who's interested in a podcast where they interview a wide range of people and find out how the hell they ended up in their profession? <laughs> it's like you read my mind. If I say yes to, can you help oh, me out? Oh, shit. Shit. On unrelated note, while we call the police, if you fuck. said yes to all those questions and look no further and allow me to introduce you to the Working Perspectives Podcast, hosted by executive producer Matt Lavelle and accompanied by co-host Party Boy Pig McCormick. As mentioned, they interview a wide range of people and find out how in the purple and purple fuck they ended up in their professions, which I think, in my opinion, as someone who previously dropped off from one place to another until I found something I'm good at, this is something worth investing your time in. You will learn about jobs that you never knew existed. Feel the grind that some of these people felt before getting to where they are today. And just like me, it'll maybe help you find that motivation you're looking for to pursue in what it is you want to do. And also, they have great segments in the middle of the show, such as The Weekend Pop-In. Give it a shot. We and my two favorites, Memory go Lane and What's Going Down in Gamertown, which Wait, is a segment I'm part of, so you should definitely look into it. 
So, that being said, after this video, go out and listen to the Working Perspectives Podcast. You can find them on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, YouTube, Google Podcasts, TikTok, Instagram, and Twitter. All links are in the link tree, which is in the description. And now, back to the episode. the movies and theaters, it's going to go onto the streaming services. Well, you know what's crazy, Steve, is like, I swear to God, like, nobody was big in boxing until they fought Oscar. Like, Floyd had no numbers until he beat Oscar. Same thing with Pacquiao. Like, uh, if you beat Oscar, that was, like, the kingmaker. Speaking of real quick, how about that jabroni getting way too blowed up and had to pull out the fight? <laughs> and now Evander Holyfield replaces him? I was Dude, like, I holy think- shit, Vitor Belfort's nuts. Holyfield might fight. I mean, if he connects and he still has any power, you can fucking kill him. Dude, but I think Holyfield has, like, he, I, I, I can't believe they're going to sanction this fight. He's, like, 58 years old, and he, he's been through, like, fucking wars with wars. everybody. World like, champion all times. Lennox ever. Lewis, Mike Tyson twice. Oh. Like, he, like, he's got to have CTA. I can't, like, oh. I thought Oscar could actually possibly beat Vitor. Because when I was looking at their height and their, yes. their reach, I'm like, you know what? Oscar is not that much shorter. He and, like, so I know Vitor's bigger. Yeah, it, that's what I wasn't sure. Vitor's so shredded. Yeah. Yeah, Vitor's yeah. still, uh, he's still on the tier. He he's still on the TRT tour. He got them Canelo Mexican tacos. Be honest, Matt. Be fucking honest. Have you ever shed a tear when your favorite wrestler lost? Don't fucking lie. <laughs> I haven't shed a tear when anyone's lost, but there was uh, a match a couple of years ago, and it was two brothers going at it. And then they Uh-oh. had like... You got their, emotional? Well, their dad is dead. So at the okay. end, they had like a reconciliation, and it was like the two brothers are back together to was fight Was this us. Undertaker and Kane or some shit? Nope. It was Cody Rhodes and his brother Dustin Rhodes. I had the same reaction when Steve Urkel and Carl Winslow took out the uh, Bushwhackers. I think it was a TJF episode in 1995. I mean, I think we all did. I think we (laughs) all did. The Bushwhackers was the greatest tag team guys ever. (laughs) Hilarious. I think it was one of those episodes where Steve Urkel used that transformation thing to turn into Steve Urkel. Stefan (laughs) Urkel. Urkel. Yeah. Trying to pimp on his daughter. What was your What was your story, Steve? <laughs> All right, so ready? You'll like this because I'm an asshole, and this is just at least. But I get it, right? So it's okay. I go uh, this uh, Saturday night. I go out to have uh, dinner this Saturday night. There's a certain place called Dante and Luigi's. You ever heard of it, Pete? Oh yeah, they're Dante going up at Chunk Ave, baby. Yeah, well, Tenth uh, and Catherine, right okay. off of it. Tenth and yeah. Catherine, real close though. And uh, but it's been there for like a hundred years. Their food's fucking fantastic. And I was saying before the uh, the restaurant's famous for when Nicky Scarfo, the boss in South Philly, went to jail. Uh, they thought his son would take over, and Joey Merlino, who ended up becoming the boss, didn't like that. So on Halloween, they ran in with uh, masks on Halloween masks and shot him like fucking twenty five times in front of a dining room full of people. But it was like you know, so it, so not only is it the second oldest eatery in Philly, it's also Italian eatery. It's also a mob hit scene. So I go in there and it's a very, very nice place. Like the food's fucking fantastic. And it's got people dress up South Philly. What are you fucking talking about? Yeah. Right. I go in there like an asshole with my sweatpants and my fucking T-shirt. Right. <laughs> now the the young lady I took is dressed fantastic. For the nines? Like, yes. Yeah, You're like, a disgrace. I'm a fucking asshole. We know. And this, you right? show up in sweats. Ah, what am she I going to do? Like, nice. Oh, my hey, God. Does it, does it do matter if they were like this? a. Does it matter if they were like really nice, expensive sweats? Does that give me? Yeah, were they nice? Like, like, hell How yeah, they're nice. No, what do you shit. think? You're just walking in the Under like, Armour. It makes a difference. Uh, under Armour, because I'm coming heavier than that. Anyway, so I walk in like an asshole, and we they sit us next to two gentlemen on my right, right, and then one main dining room has like little seats around the outside, and then a couple on the inside. There's this giant Italian guy next to me with his fucking shirt open like Scarface and sixty-seven oh, gold rings on gold rings on bracelets the whole fucking nine right there's five bottles of wine on their table 16 entrees i mean and this place is not cheap either food i mean he's got everything right i see him staring at my date and then he looks over at me and goes hey buddy i'm like oh fuck here we go i'm like yeah yeah what's up man he's like uh you've been here before i said yeah yeah a bunch of times and he's like oh makes sense because i mean somebody that comes in with his hat on like that must know somebody in here i was like (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> i hear you sir right and the girl's like what the why'd you take your hat off like and then he was joking with us and stuff but uh i was because then he was asking like what i oh yeah what you get for dessert and like trying to be my friend just being a nice guy but in his old yeah. man mafia italian south philly style 
mob way, he said, if you don't take that fucking dumb hat off, I'm going to smack it off your goddamn head. Yeah. And the, In the most Philly, subtle, Italian nicest way. Pissed, yeah, yeah, yeah. I was put my head down. Italian, yeah, yeah, South I got, I got Philly, passive aggressive way. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I mean, to wear your fucking hat in here like that. Yeah, I, I knew you had to know somebody. I was like, all right, oh, right never mind. I get it, buddy. Yeah, I don't know nobody. I don't, did, I don't know. <laughs> at the, uh, the, 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 the three OG Italian restaurants, right? It's uh, Dante and Luigi's, Ralph's, and Saloon. Those are the three. Uh, yeah, so Ralph's, Ra- yeah, Ralph's is supposed to be the oldest that ever since the one of San Fran shut down. It's now the oldest continuously family-run Italian restaurant in America is Ralph's yeah. on 9th Street. But, like, uh, Dante and Luigi's was before Ralph's, but it changed hands. It's not the same continuous right. family-owned. Yeah. You know what I mean? But both of them have been let's, around since fucking 1899 and shit. It's fucking crazy. We need to go back to the date. So you invited this young woman out to dinner and then showed up it in was sweats. A dude. I'm by. It was a dude. <laughs> Regardless, you invited somebody out on no. a date. I'm sorry. Cut that. <laughs> no. Yes. Yes. It yes. was a dude. Because of discrimination. I wore sweats because <laughs> it was a dude. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it was no, Dennis dude. Rodman. <laughs> no. Wait, how but, did uh, the date go? Oh no, I, I like what are you talking about? The date goes fucking fantastic. I'm a wonderful human, and I do. I might dress like an asshole, but I do the fucking right thing. All right. Did you That's get right. the? Do you get the car door? I'm a, I'm a consummate gentleman. The car door, I pick her up and fucking slide her in the seat and tuck the seatbelt <laughs> over. I'm a fucking gentleman. Let me tell you, I'll smooth you away. What he doesn't tell you is that the door is broken. It doesn't open. That's why he's lifting her up and sliding her through the window. Yeah. <laughs> and that she's and, and also a you. toddler. And let me <laughs> and let me tell you, when I see when I see that the bottle of wine is only fifty dollars at this joint, I'm like, oh, don't man. get a glass, get the bottle. I don't even dig it. Oh, so well, you know what? That, that's economical. Like, if you're going to the one of those restaurants, like, how much they charge by the glass? Like, they're yeah. charging yeah. up for the bottle, but yeah. it's yeah. Yeah. sixteen dollars a glass. I'm like, yeah. what the fuck? How did then you? I always, is it always a weird thing when the dude comes out? I think I did it to her, but like when the guy comes out, and sometimes they'll put the wine to the date and you, and they yeah. want me to like taste it. Like yeah. you already opened it. What am I? Am I able to say fucking no? Yeah, you exactly. Are. Right. You are. You are. Well, it's supposed to be. If it, it, if it, it, it means it turned bad, if it turns into vinegar, right? Yeah, I'm not, big enough, like I'm not big enough of an asshole to do that. I'll just drink it. I mean, what am I gonna do? Yeah, I would think that I'm looking like an idiot. Like doesn't know what good wine is. Like, oh, I know. Yeah, what am I doing? Delicious. It's a yeah. present. Exactly. It's a presentation thing. You know. Yeah. It's like yeah. you. I would feel like it, an asshole though. You clean it, then you pour it, and then they're supposed, supposed to, to smell it or some shit. Yeah, yeah like waff it or some shit. I'm never forget. Right, Diane. Is it like back in the day, like they actually like served bad wine accidentally because they didn't cork as well? That's still a thing. That's still a thing. Yeah. But. The first time that's ever happened, like I'll never forget it. I was in, like my, I think I went to Del Frisco's. It was the first time I went to Del Frisco's. Yeah, and they Del brought Del Frisco's fucks. I know, I love that place. Del and Frisco's they brought great. out a bottle of wine, and he, and that was the first time anyone's ever done that. And I, it was two hundred seventy dollars. Yeah, hell no. You know, I went through that Bible looking at every price. I'm like, oh, I'm fine. Frisco's cheap bottle. Frisco's hard to find cheap shit. Oh, there's a bottle. There is. There's the finest bottle of your house wine. (laughs) Box of wine you have. he pours it in the glass and hands it to me, and I'm just like, throw it back like a shot. I was like, hell, hell yeah, looking at him. Hell and yeah. He started laughing. He goes, "Does it taste all right?" I was like, "I was supposed to taste it." He's like, "Yeah, that's, that's kind of what she this takes is out about." Her beer helmet and starts pouring <laughs> the yeah, wine right? inside the can. It's like, all right, here He's we like, go. That's, and I'm all dressed up too. You know what I mean? And I'm just whacking shots of wine. <laughs> I'm like, "Yeah, we'll go with that. You can leave the bottle. Thanks." <laughs> no. Nice. What did you, Steve, what did you end up, like, what did you get there? Like, what do they have? Is it Oh, like- God. So on Sundays, obviously, it's South Philly. So they have a Sunday gravy, right? That's, so, like, famous there. It's one of their gravy. things. It's, like, so they, they uh, obviously, real gravy has, it's, you know, the sauce made with meat, but then the meat's taken out of it. So it's just, like, the broth of the meat. So they do it with pork, uh, sausage, and meatballs, and then they cook the fucking thing for, like, two days, and then take all the shit out of it and just use that gravy and use other shit to put with it. So like the, the gravy already tastes like meat without even meat being in it. So for I mean I, this probably sounds terrible to like vegetarians and shit, but whatever. Uh, it is. Oh, forget about. They're it. not it's real humans insane. anyway. <laughs> Nature's a bitch. Get with it. Yeah. So, oh my god. So I got that, and I don't know. They throw like a piece of braised pork, a uh, homemade sausage, and some meatballs in there. Oh my god. Yeah, now was yeah, I gonna yeah. shit my pants on the way home because I ate the big fucking bowl? I'm a little guy. I like oh. to shit out of some food. Uh-huh. <laughs> so was I gonna shit my pants on the way home and I had to like. 
I'm like trying to like, shake my neck out and shit while yeah. I'm stretching. <laughs> Yo, is there nothing worse than like, when you're oh. like when you're dating a girl like Sweating at the beginning shit. and you have to like, like fart in the car and you're just like, golly, you know, oh. and you're just like oh, trying you- to. You think it's worse when men are trying to hold in a fart? Do you know what it's like as a woman trying to hold in a fart? I didn't I know women do that. Oh my god, dude! Ah, we hold kids them. are used to that we weird stuff. Them. You gotta like have kids and shit. Hey, Harry, I hope you're not like using the toilet. Shit. It's broken. Oh, I'm just shaving. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. There was one time I went. I went. I, I got a hotel room with this one guy. We we had just kind of. I wasn't that comfortable in front of him. We were dating, but not that long. So we got. I forget where we went. And I ended up getting up and leaving the hotel room and going down to the lobby to take a shit because I didn't want to. <laughs> <laughs> Hell yeah. I'll, I'll be honest. I'll be honest. That's a fucking veteran move right there. Dude. Yeah, That's a yeah. fucking veteran move mm-hmm. right there. You're like, hey, yeah, I'm just going to go room. to my car and grab my smoke. I'm going to grab coffee real quick. I'll be right back. <laughs> Yeah. Remember that bathroom coffee. we had it? Remember that bathroom we had at the high school where people didn't know what it was because it was like melted into like the fucking wall by the uh, auditorium <laughs> that everybody would run down to during like re- when we'd weigh in and shit. Oh, I'm trying to sh- so ready for this, Diana. After wrestling weigh-ins, guys obviously haven't been eating at all. So again, their stomachs are tiny now. They gorge themselves, so your stomach's all over the place. So guys take shit, and you're nervous as fuck. So people take you know this. The worst place you've ever been on earth is like uh, if you're a mom or anything like that when you get older. A youth tournament. And like a thing, you're like, you know, now I'm a coach. I'm like, oh, I'm just got to take a piss. And I walk into the locker room. You want to fucking die because 78 <laughs> fucking high school kids just shit in a row. There was a line at the bathrooms. They're off the shit because they didn't eat for a week. And now they stuff their fucking bodies with food after weighing in. Dude. That is the worst place on the planet. <laughs> I had a, I had a, oh. I had a buddy of mine who ran track in college, right? And apparently, there's a thing with track is that long distance ones. Well, he did, he did it all, but like, okay, he did. But at a track meet, it, they're usually outdoors, right? And he said everyone takes a shit before their race. So it's the porter potties is just lines oh. of people and it's everybody waiting to take a shit before their race. Because oh. it's the worst thing ever. And it's just like something like, you know, going into it, everybody does it. You have to do it. Like, I don't know. Hardcore just, marathoners will just shit themselves mid race if they have to. Yeah. That, yeah. yo, those videos online are fucking <laughs> unreal where shit is just shooting out their draws. By, they're like, I got to win. I'm like, what are you winning, motherfucker? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Better yeah. be five million dollars to shit all over myself. Yeah, yeah. In front of right. on the TV cameras. Yeah. I remember I think it used to be a car if you won like the New York Marathon or something. Really? You'd win, yeah, you'd win like a Mercedes. I might shit on myself for a, for a car if it was me and one dude and like you know what I mean? What am I gonna do? I want the you're fucking not, car. You're, you're dude, that was beating the Kenya. Back in the man. day. Like, oh no, you're right. Yeah, no, no. no. Remember when yeah, Danny Bonaducci was on 941? Oh yeah, I yeah, yeah. Yeah, he had that he had this. Yeah, that contest uh, in it to win it, where like these people had like whoever could stay in this car the longest would win it. It was some kind of a Mustang, but they stayed in it for like a week, and then afterwards the car was just completely ruined. It's like, well, yeah, you're not detailing uh, bodily. Yeah, exactly. It was just like I think it was just more like sweating bo of like you know, yeah, because it was like in the middle of the summer. Dude, I remember funny. Remember that in the middle of the mall, they'd have them in the middle of the mall. Yeah, exactly. Yep, yep, yep. (laughs) Dude, that's brutal. Uh, Wait, can I show you guys what I just got? Because I'm really excited about it. Yeah, yeah, uh, of course. Yeah. All right, yeah. new new sawzall. Slash live, laugh, laugh, limp biscuit. biscuit. <laughs> <laughs> Isn't that great? <laughs> <laughs> Everyone's got their live, laugh, love signs, and I have live, laugh, limp biscuit. Dude, do you still listen to Limp Biscuit? I fucking love Limp Biscuit. Every time I walk past it, I'm my generation. Really? I, uh, I listen to the old stuff sometimes when I'm working out. Still, it does get me hyped. It but uh, let me show you a Brain current picture of, uh, of this, a Fred Burst. This was. Oh, the I best. gotta show you my bathroom. The, so I just finished doing my bathroom. I got something special in there. The best thing ever was Pete was always the last one to wrestle, right? So he, when he had, when we were allowed to have our own uh-uh. music, his that's fucking uh-uh. mean, Matt. Don't say that. That's fucking mean. He was always the last one to wrestle. I, and, hey, and the dual they meet. switched it up. I know, but they switched it up now right. so that those kids didn't have to be last. And Pete was taken advantage of, and I feel for him. 
that well, was no, not what Limp Biscuit looks but, like now. No, I agree. That's what Fred Durst looks like. But Pete, yeah, that, I swear to God, he look looks up like like Pete, the dude from Zoolander. Yeah, <laughs> Pete's music used to be it was Last Resort by Papa Roach is what he was oh, pronouncing. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I was just like, that's you guys came out. To I forgot about that. Yeah, yeah. hell yeah. yeah. Our team was nasty. We got to do all types of fun shit. Wit came out. <laughs> Wit came out to Cool Jerk, which was the best. But did he come out to that, or did he come out to the hit? Did, did somebody come out to like "I Am a True American"? That was, Hulk Tom. that was Tom. That was Tom. Oh my god. Okay, so look, I redid my bathroom, so it's all oh, cute. Wow. Got a bunch of cute things, right? Yeah. And then this just it. came in the mail. <laughs> <laughs> what the, the fuck am I looking at? I'm Pete, 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 you just said Dorm, that. Dorm, I just said the line earlier. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I'm shaving. Oh, my God. Yep, I yep. love it. So, I love yeah. it. This is what happens when you're an adult with money. These are the things I buy. I'm like, I'm decorating my house with this. I see that, and I'm like, that needs so, to be hung up in my house. Yeah. Diana, can we get back to this, though? Uh, Limp biscuit. So, <laughs> what's going on? Yeah. Yeah, you, you want to talk to us? This is an yeah. Limp Biscuit, it's gone. It's over. It's done. It's hey, no, look. that's never. That'll never be over. <laughs> well, what's Limp Biscuit di- and Jock Jams? Well, forever. <laughs> I, I'm not gonna lie. Jock Jams was all right, especially it was what, like one through thirty. Cotton Eye Joe like Limp was on there. Just had like they, they had like that one Joe. year, and then he Lincoln had like Park a couple came one out. Hit older, yeah. 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 You got a problem with the four Limp Biscuit songs that are good? Yeah. I, don't, I, think I, I, I felt um, bad because Lincoln Park came out and just like stole all their all, things in like one summer. They're like, yeah, either they're it all for the nookies, and then Faith, right? You faith, love faith, faith, the faith cover. Yeah, so did it all for the nookie. What's the faith. one? He, didn't he, what he do? What was the one he did break with Jay Z? Break stuff. Break stuff. My generation. There was more. Hang on. I don't think I remember my generation. What was the one he did with Jay Z? Then he do that by himself. What fucking song Fuckin'. was that? No, that was Lincoln Park, wasn't it? Yeah, yeah Lincoln Park. Thing? Rolling was a big hit. My way, my way, or the highway. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. He's got that whole. I actually like that whole album. I'm not gonna lie. It is a good album. Was that chocolate starfish and hot dog flavored water? Is that the name of that album? Significant other. Oh, yeah, Matt, you were close. You were. Isn't that one of their albums? I know yeah. the fucking name was the uh, what the, who names their shit that that is disgusting. Why would you that fucking is, name your album that? But is wait, that, and if I remember, if I remember, it is. I know, it is. It is the name. I know. I know. The CD. It's either it's either Limp Biscuit CD or it was um maybe a Bloodhound Gang, but it was a boob. Remember, and then you would put your finger through, and it would be in the pool. You hear the weird shit that? Did you hear the weird shit that the kid, the kid on the Nirvana CD, yeah. tried to like oh, sue them or some this. shit? Do you hear that? Yeah, that was fucking nuts. Now. Oh wow! Is it really? Yeah, yeah. he was like the a baby. naked baby on yeah. the, in the pool. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. What were? What's that? Well, I like how he's acting like it's affecting him now. Like, like, see, so he got in front of some girl. And she's like, "Wait, you're the Nirvana baby." Like, yeah, I remember right? that mole from yeah, anywhere. Seriously. I'd be like, "I, I sure the fuck am, bit. Let's go." Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Pete, that would have been a say? cool thing to like say in college, like, "Hey, yeah, like uh, I was the uh, I was a Nirvana Naked baby. baby." Yeah, yeah. Oh, uh, that's a good topic one day. Like uh, things you used to lie to chicks about, dude. Well, <laughs> I had one buddy know, that used to... every time I just Stop real quick. It. Every time I see someone young, including I did this to my sister and caught her. So many people walk around in Nirvana shirts, and I just start naming Nirvana songs. I'm like, oh, isn't it such a great song? Oh, no, I never heard it. I'm like, take the fucking shirt off. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Good. Yeah. Love no, Nirvana. Too. I remember Pete almost like he started like several riots when uh, they started, when the hipsters started taking flannel and chucks and PBR. Because- yeah, I wasn't happy about it. Yeah. yeah. Nope. Real lumberjacks don't put up with that nonsense. No, I, was just thinking, I was just thinking about that. Oh, you better day, go like- cut a tree down. Hipsters and gentrification in general in Philadelphia is kind of ruining my life. Like especially my dating game. <laughs> like I see dudes, I see dudes like head to toe in tats. You know what I mean? I used to like that was always a bad boy thing, especially growing yeah. up. And now yeah. it's like you get close, and I'm like, oh, that's a lotus flower. Ninety percent of you. One day I was at, like, I I lived in Fishtown for a few years, and, and like I'm walking out of this one bar, and this guy had a straight up like handlebar twisty mustache, oh, and I I, I could I. 
I just started laughing at him. I didn't want to. Like, I felt bad about it. But I'm like, you can't walk around with that and expect me nope. to, like, keep a straight face. Like, what do you right. Dude, <laughs> going on dates with these guys. So I've got, like, through the internet and shit like that, I've ended up going on dates with these guys because, again, they throw off my bad boy radar. So they look bad, and then I meet up with them, and they're not. They're just... Transplants. He drives, he, drives, he drives a Prius and fucking yeah, exactly. on the roof of his so, condo. So, but we go out, <laughs> we go out on dates in like Fishtown and shit. And it's not like, and like the other half of Fishtown and now like yeah. East and West Kensington and shit. You know what I mean? And like, dude, just walking around with them, I'm like, we're going to get fucking jumped. <laughs> like, that's yeah. all I can think of. For like, sure. He's fight? wearing flip flops you know I mean? like a noodle. Yeah, just yeah. totally unaware of your surroundings and where we are. And, and I just can't. I can't handle and this. He's not, he wearing the real flip flops, like the toe fuckers, not like, yeah. not yeah. like not the, the shower shoes. The yeah. Yeah, not flip-flops. shower shoes. Shower shoes a jail reference, but whatever. I'm okay with non flip flops. I, I don't love them though. And that's one of my weird things with guys. You know, I don't like um like Jerusalem cruisers. Yeah, I'm not yeah, wearing right? flip flops ever. Jerusalem cruisers crack me up. The ones that are all wrapped up <laughs> yeah. and wrapped around. <laughs> what is that? Stop it. The, Jesus the, pieces. The Moses, you know, the the I've never even heard of yeah. this. Yeah, the Jesus pieces. <laughs> The Jerusalem cruisers? Is that what you <laughs> them? That is the best. Was, every time I, I see someone like on the beach with them, I was like, oh, I fucking hate you. I hate you. You need Adidas. <laughs> you should be wearing Adidas flip-flops. You should not be wearing anything but Adidas flips. It's the the only thing that's what rocks for the Northeast. They love the slides. You got yeah, slides. that's the only thing <laughs> that's acceptable. Oh, yeah. Big fan. I'm not. I can't wear the slides. I still still wear the slides with socks, though. Right? Like I'm not. Of course you do. I'm not bare feet. Of course you both do. You bare feet. You bare them on the beach if you're going barefoot. If I'm if I'm in like a swimming situation or like you know whatever. That's when it's acceptable for a man to wear flip flops, but only those. I only Only wear flip flop sandals if I'm on the beach walking my dog or at a pool. Like you you will not see me at a bar in like anything but like sneakers. Yeah. No, not anymore. Amen. Not anymore. Used to. I was, used to walk around, walk around with socks and flips. That was the easiest thing, especially with sports. That's where it all came from. Was just I'm a big guy. But I, shoes. I remember one time bouncing on McFadden. There was a Shaq dude, and the only reason I was able to take him out was because he was wearing flip flops. Because I got him <laughs> off of his feet, like I bear hugged him, and then he started slipping. Yeah. I like, put him out. I'm like, there you go. Get out of here. Yeah. <laughs> Wear sneakers next time, bitch. Yeah. I get embarrassed if I have to like run out or something like to the gas station or whatever the case is. And I'm in, and I get caught in those flip flops. I like, I hate it. I'm like running, trying to not get caught wearing, yeah. wearing flips. Yeah. Weirdly, but it's still, I do. I still wear them around the house. Ugh. Don't, I don't even own it. I own slides, but no flips. Not a fan. Not a so flip flops, just to get this correct. Fl- flip flops are, are considered the toe fuckers, right? That's the yeah, yeah, yeah. Those are the yeah, yeah, yeah. flip flops. Yeah, they're, they're yeah. The, they're, it's the worst invention on earth. It's a torture fucking device. <laughs> yeah, they're... it's not a goddamn accessory. Also, when they like clap when people walk too, and uh, they fuck off. I want to kick that. Sh- you want to slide it yeah. behind him and kick that shit right off the front, yeah. like you're doing, like you know, the gymnasium with wrestling and shit. Yeah. This, <laughs> then the slides are like the you know the shower shoes. And then, hell yeah, say then, less. Yeah, and then, uh, but then the Jerusalem cruiser, <laughs> the ones that wrap around the ankle. Oh, they should call them instead of. They should be Jerusalem Jays. They're like the Jordans in Jerusalem. <laughs> right. They look over like, damn, cuz look at them joints. The Jerusalem Jays. He got yeah. the big buckle. <laughs> Those, those slides hilarious. never had any grip though. Like in high school, yeah. we had we had these big saddle shoes. So we would leave them in our lockers and then wear the slides when we would go to get to the bus. Like we would, we would come and go from high school in the slide, like our whole school uni- Catholic school uniform, and then Adidas flip flops, right? Mm-hmm. But they had the no most rock growth thing I've ever heard it in my is. entire it's life. Silly, my, my whole high school, we all did it. We didn't want to walk around in saddle shoes. It sucked. What did you call them? So, saddle shoes? What, saddle are they, shoes. Yeah. Are they like the, the high boots? School? No, the Catholic school, white and black like tap dance looking shoes oh, i don't know how like to explain the shirley, them. the shirley temple shoes yeah oh, yeah so okay. that was part of our uniform and we didn't want to wear they suck they're uncomfortable as shit we didn't want to wear them we and call you them. look like the biggest douche <laughs> yeah so we would just wear the flips right but everybody did it and they i swear to god the janitor must have been doing it all on purpose he would buff the shit out of the about, we were about to get a constantly falling not nah, you can warm during the day you couldn't forget about to get a demerit shoes. on that nonsense yeah yeah, you got written up if you forgot your shoes and ended oh up wearing them. God. But 
everyone was busting their ass constantly. It was just a constant fucking thing in school with those flip flops. It was fucking hilarious. (laughs) Yeesh. So, all right. So we're coming to the top of time. Uh, Before we get out of here, uh, Party Boy Pete, is there anything you want to say to your adoring fans? Uh, Not really. Okay. <laughs> Love it. Nope. Yep. Strong Stem Steve Cabot. Anything you want to say to the to the avid listeners of the Strong Stem Steve Cabot? Try Dante and Luigi's. It's a fantastic restaurant. Take your fucking hat off and show some respect when you go in there. Don't be me. You know. <laughs> Maybe don't wear sweatpants. Depends how hot your date is. True. True. <laughs> Uh, Dangerous Diana, any uh, words of wisdom you would like to leave your adoring fans with? Yeah, don't go on a date with anyone that's going to show up in sweatpants. (laughs) (laughs) All right. uh, Oh, oh, I. Yeah. Fuck out of here. Shots fired. Uh, (laughs) We'll do the next recording at uh, at Dante and Luigi. Steve can have his uh, sweatpants. Diana has her slides on. Matt has his WWE t shirt. We're banned for life. Listen, I'm going to show up in a prom me, dress and Adidas flip-flops. Don't make me get on the fucking bender and go on a date with the hottest broad you ever met. And I'll fucking wear fucking some sweatpants do it. and scoop do her it. up and put her in the well, seat. We still have to I'm make your dating profile. We need profile. to do this. Yeah. yeah. We do have this to make your to dating happen. profile. Uh, but Steve, I, you know what? I just remembered something just to uh, back you up a little bit. Uh, former guest of the show, Brianna, was saying how one time a guy tried to come into her bar with sneakers and they had a no sneakers rule. And she was like, no, yeah, no, yeah, those yeah, are Gucci yeah. sneakers. He's yeah. allowed in. Yeah. Hell yeah. 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 There's a $2,000 whatever. Brand. <laughs> right? Yeah. Yeah. They look weird, but trust me, they're like. So if you had like some style. Louis Vuitton sweatpants, I'm sure you could get away with it. Right. <laughs> I mean, I wasn't going that far, but they were nice. They were over $100 for sweatpants. It's a fucking robbery. What the fuck are you paying over $100 for sweatpants? For just buy pants, dude. We had to wear something in the lead. Oh, oh, you think I, oh, you think I have like a lot of these pairs of these? No, no, no. He got special sweatpants for those fucking are, Dante those and Those are your dates. That's like, that's, they're called, that's called, that's called the North Wales slacks where I'm from. That's the North Wales dress slacks. All right. Uh, Fall in line. I cannot. <laughs> That's the North Wales dress slacks. You heard me? I put a nice white tee on too. That's a tuxedo in North Wales. I tuck my fucking socks into my goddamn bottom of my sweatpants too. Goddamn straight. Then when he gets to Russia, then he untucks them. That's right. Let him just drop like a chick taking her hair out. Just let my fucking sweatpants open up. Wow. Yeah. I cannot. So what we're gonna do is we're gonna schedule a day. And grab a couple outfits, and we're gonna do a headshot day. We're just gonna we're gonna do pictures for Tinder, and then we have to create the video. You know what I love well. is like you know there's like some kind of incel, like there might be some incel kid that's like listening to the show, and he just like listening to see he's like this motherfucker wears sweatpants, and he's still and I <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah yeah yeah, and he's like and I'm okay, wearing every fucking piece of I'm yeah. a living I'm a living testament. Have a little fucking character. Treat her nice. She don't give a fuck what you're wearing unless she's Diana. But most of them don't give a fuck what you're wearing. I would be insulted if someone showed up at my doorstep and was like nicely standing outside of the car, holding the car door open for me, but just had to like in sweatpants, a t-shirt. I'd you say that, but if the guy that walks out before me had skinny jeans, you'd be like, oh, hopefully this guy looks like a fucking asshole. Well, Diana. how tight the jeans are. Well, Diana, you're on record in saying gray sweatpants is is a thing. Looking at them. I like looking at them. You wear it on a date. Okay. She likes them in grams when she's just when she's uh, peeking, when she's bird watching. Bird watching to a nice dinner that I'm gonna get dressed up to and do all my makeup and shit. You know what I mean? I'm gonna put all the stuff in and open yeah. open my door and you be in sweats. What if they prerequisite it saying like, "Hey, I know it's our first date. Don't go overboard getting dressed up. I'm gonna wear sweats if you want to wear sweats, and we're still gonna go to a nice place." What about that? Uh, that'd be a, like a weird, like an orange flag. Like he wears sweats to nice places. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, like he's kind of going. How many guys am I going to meet? It's their first time seeing the fireworks. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Hell yeah, Pete. Coming in hot and heavy. (laughs) He comes in. He shows up. 
The guy's gonna show up in gray sweats on her next date, doing the weekend at Bernie's walk, like backwards yeah. with his fucking pelvis all out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it's what tough. do you think I'm gonna do? Get on my knees and be like, oh, come on. <laughs> no, I don't know. We're gonna find out, right? <laughs> We're just saying that people are listening out. to the show. They're picking up pieces of information. Like, oh, I don't know how to We're get it. We're confusing now. the shit out of a lot of people right now. I think is what's happening. So yeah. the but moral no. of the story is: never wear sweatpants on a nice date. I'm an asshole, but I somehow work around it. For you youngsters, you don't do that. Yeah. And also, yeah. do not wear super tight jeans. They can't be yeah, super yeah, tight. Yeah. yeah, yeah. No. All shorts so, or nothing. That's that's my yeah. motto. <laughs> so, uh, all right. So this has been another episode of the Working Perspectives Podcast Weekend Poppin'. I'm Matt Lavelle, accompanied by Party Boy Pete McCormick, Strong Stem Steve Cabot, and Dangerous Diana Spencer. You can find all our stuff and all our content on all podcast platforms and YouTube at Working Perspectives Podcast. You can have us on Instagram at Working Perspectives Podcast and join us on the Twitter and the Tiki Tuck at Working Bee Pod. If you'd like to be a guest on the show, then do us a favor and email us at workingperspectives at gmail.com. All right, uh, this is the end of the show. Thanks for listening. Have a good weekend. Thanks. Bye.